0: Hey, Lolo here. I just wanted to give you a brief heads up about the fact that, uh, we will discuss some of the content in the novel that this is based off of and kind of somewhat what happens in the OVA. It's not as much, uh, but there is depictions of sexual violence and other, uh, things that might, uh, bother certain, uh, listeners. So, um, we kind of discuss it throughout the episode, not in super graphic detail, but we do mention it. So if that is something that bothers you, you might want to skip this episode. Um, So that's, I just wanted to give you a heads up on that and don't feel bad if you want to skip out on this episode. Um, Not that it's not a good episode, but if that's something that bothers you, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Hopefully you can catch the next episode, which is definitely does not contain any mention of sexual violence. We're talking about Mario, yeah, that better not come up. Anyway, on to the show. This week on Media Delta. The personal computer boom of the 1980s led to fantastic wondering about what all these machines could do. The power the user had was only limited by the power of their machine and the power of their imagination. But can they summon demons? That's the question that Aya Nishitani's novel series Megami Tensei asked. These novels blend sci-fi, demons high school drama, and that lovely type of hyper-violent hypersexual hyper-sexual edge that signifies this series released in the 1980s. These novels were so popular that two games were created based on them, a less popular action game for the Japanese personal computers developed by Telenet, and a much more popular RPG developed by Atlas, which would serve as a starting point for the monolith as is the Shin Megami Tensei franchise and its spin-offs like Persona. There is also an OVA based on the first novel that will be the subject of this episode. Will this OVA hold up to the novel? Is that really that high of a bar? Let's find out as we discuss Digital Devil Story Gami Tensei, the OVA. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Media Delta. Um, oh boy, we have a thing to talk about. Uh, So... On Retro and Crapsody, uh, the sister series to this show, and where all the things kind of the source of what we are looking at, we took a look at Megami Tensei Digital Devil Story, uh, the game that kind of served as, I mean, not kind of served, it served as uh, the game that would later become Shin Megami Tensei, which would become all the later spin offs, including Persona. But the first game that we took a look at was based on a novel. That novel had an OVA, uh, and that will be the subject of today's episode. And this, we'll talk about it, but it is an experience. Uh, and to talk about this experience with me, I have others who have also watched this experience. And let's introduce them in
1: alphabetical order.
2: Hey, I'm Axe, and I like to chump on
1: Sub-Zero. Hi, I'm Portable Stove, and I'm excited to talk about this OVA, about dentistry. DDS. Uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Torpid Typist, and I'm here to talk about Porking
0: Demons. Yes, you are. So, uh. yeah, so, uh, Digital Devil Story, Megami Tensei, um, was originally a novel, I believe it was written in 1986. Um, it. Uh, was written by one Aya Nishitani. And, let's see... Uh, it was released March 3rd, 1986. Um, last reprint, apparently, was done in July of 2005. Uh, because with the Shin Megami Tensei probably brought more notoriety to this. And, yeah. Um, the OVA that this is based off of... Then there is not a whole lot of information, oddly enough, about this OVA. Um... To talk about the people who were kind of behind it, uh, there was a. Uh, and I'm probably gonna butcher some of these names. uh Mitsuho Nishikubo was listed as a director. Uh, he didn't. He does have some other credits, like he worked on Video Girl I. Uh, none of the oh. other. Th- that's like the biggest name that I could think of. Yeah, like, uh, he worked on. He worked on a move. The movie for Zillion. Um, e. And, like, a lot of these names aren't, like... He apparently did some movie that was a tie-in to the, uh, Tokyo Disney Resort. Uh, and apparently his most recent work is in 2014, uh, Giovanni's Island.
2: Oh, yeah, everybody knows that. Yep, I, I,
0: it, I love Pokemon. Not, not the, <laughs> yeah. Um, The one name that apparently was... Uh, attached to this, uh, I did, looking at it, his, uh, kind of his history, it was kind of interesting, It's uh, the producer, uh, that is Toshio Suzuki, um, he, this was his first, thing that he produced, uh, after that, and you'll see, exactly where he went after, so, Digital Devastory, Megami Tensei, was the first thing he did, the next thing he did, Pompoco, Whisper of the Heart, oh. Princess Mononoke, hmm.
2: he went from this, oh. to Ghibli, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a hell of a jump. That is a huge jump. Yeah. He topped um. the Springfield Gorge.
0: Yes, he did. Uh there is an uh there was also another producer that I personally think is interesting because uh it kind of makes sense with some of the voice actors in this. Um he also he produced uh this, obviously. He also produced the OVA series for the uh the Giver, which I also really enjoyed. Oh. Uh, also was a producer for Golf Force. Um, the, I believe the first four. Uh, yes, he was involved with the first four Golf Forces, which is something we're going to have to take a look at at some point. Um, but yes, that is definitely not now. Um, character design by one Hiroyuki uh, Kiz- uh, Um Let's see, character design has some Gundam uh he was apparently character designer for *Char's Counterattack*. Yeah, I can see that. Yup. Um, like *Mobile Suit Gundam Double Z. Um, uh, also one of my favorite—the character designer for one of my favorite names of anime, which is a *Bastard*. With two exclamation points!
2: Wait, what? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it. a
0: show. Yeah, it's no. Someone talking. called me. Oh. Yeah. 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 Um, I never actually watched it, but it always seemed weird. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the people. It's behind an eye-catching it. name. Yeah, it's the 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 people behind this. It it wasn't like a big studio that did this. It's just this is what they had because I mean it was just an OVA that was just based off a of novel, which I mean happens more often than we think about because whole light novel sensation. But yeah, it didn't seem to be a huge like thing. Um. And the voice acting also, I did take a look at kind of some of the voice actors, but none of them seem to be really big. Uh, You had some uh, crossover with um, uh, that Guyver OVA, which is just more of a personal thing. Uh, The one I did see that was kind of interesting, uh, there is uh, the character Kondo, uh, his voice actor... Uh, is the modern voice actor for Master Roshi. Uh. <laughs> so. so that's like the only one that stands out, but just for sake of giving credit to the actual people who work on it, um, the main characters, uh, Akemi Nakajima, uh, he was voiced by uh, Yu Mizushima. Uh, Yumiko Shir- uh, Shiragasi, or Shirasagi, was... Seiko Shima, uh, Shimazu. Uh, the uh, Demon Loki was voiced by Hocho Otsuka. Uh, Oboro Sensei was voiced by Mori. I'm sorry, the text on the site's really small. Uh, Mori uh, Yoko. And uh, Kondo was voiced by uh, Masa- Masaharu Sato. Uh, Kyoko. Uh, was voiced by Yuri Sugimoto, and that was the girlfriend of Kondo. And that's kind of the main characters in this thing. There's not a whole lot of characters in this this
2: OVA. In this long 44-minute film. This
0: 44 minutes, that feels like an eternity. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's just kind of go over, just kind of a basic, because in case you are not familiar with this, uh, just as a... I'll read off the kind of the summary off of uh, Anime Planet, which I'm using the source. <laughs> At Jusei Academy, students are given the best education that money can buy. But there's a catch. Unknown to his classmates, the computer genius Akemi Nakajima has misguided plans to revive the demon Loki. And unfortunately for his classmates, teacher and new transfer student Yumiko Shiragasagi, this requires plenty of sacrifices, a job that falls to them. What Nakajima doesn't know is that reviving Loki is a pretense for many demons to come, and that the fate of the world may li- lie in his and Yumiko's hands, if they survive long enough to defeat the ultimate evil. Okay. So yes, I'll be real here. That describes none
3: of what
2: happens in that yeah, movie. Th- yeah. Like that. That's a good description of what the movie could have done, but not what this thing did at all. So yeah. Uh. Basic
0: plot is. Akemi Nakajima is a computer genius who somehow manages... To... The problem with this thing, and just to kind of put out there... Yeah, this thing's 45 minutes, and it covers the entire novel. Uh, they, huh. It is the exact opposite problem that we just recently looked at Mortal Kombat. It's almost the exact opposite problem that that had, where they had a whole lot of time to cover nothing, whereas this had no time to cover everything.
3: Yeah. So, like, I'm gonna be real. Like that. That. Like, I could break it down bit by bit, and it would be great. But no. Like the very first bit. Like the teacher and the students are in trouble. It's a threat. No, actually, because by the time this thing starts, everyone in his school is possessed already.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And there's no lead into that either. They're just no, there. no.
3: It just happens.
2: Yeah.
0: Because the
3: thing like, is that
2: frequently through my, my, uh, you can see in my notes, frequently during my watching, all I kept thinking was, what the fuck happened? Did I miss something? Did I blink for too long? Just just stuff happens, but there's no lead in or explanation. It starts, like,
3: weirdly in media res, but yeah, despite nothing happening
2: at the start. It's great because the pacing is it's it's in media res at the start, and it's in media res all throughout the, the film. Like, stuff has happened, but you don't get to see it. You just get to see the rest of it.
0: Because I will, I will go ahead and say that, like, from what I briefly have read of the novel, uh, this stuff happens in a more logical order. Like, um, because the thing is, you start right when Yumiko comes in, uh, then you see the scene with Oboro uh, in the ceremony, uh, which then has a immediate flashback to when um, the bully Kondo kicks the loving shit out of Akemi. Uh, and, but you don't get, you kind of see the reason for it, like in a thing, but that it's a much longer sequence. It happens right at the beginning of the novel, which would make more logical progression of why, um, Nakajima is using the demon power thing to get, like, why is he summoning demons to get the power, um, to kind of get revenge on his classmates? Like, yeah. Um, I think this the- is. I think before we actually get a little bit more deeper, um, I do want to continue... I do want to kind of... I have a series of ten questions that I feel like we can kind of go through. And maybe we can kind of uh, sort this out through there. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, say... I understand what happened, but the problem yeah. is how it happened. The pro- And also the problem is, is that a lot of us... like. I knew the plot of the thing going in beforehand, and when we were talking, we were, they, we were kind of able to explain it. Uh, but I don't think Axe and Stove had that thing, so I'm kind of no. curious to see what they thought about yeah. that. Well, Stove um, was going to say something.
1: Yeah, in, in essence, like, everything that I think I have to say about this, I can only really unpack through the questions, because, yeah. like, out of sight, out of mind for this thing, I I have the notes, but... I retained very little of it because there was honestly, it was going a mile a minute for, for obvious reasons. It
3: happens
0: despite it feeling fucking forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so first off, um, what was the scene that you enjoyed? Uh, and let's go this in (laughs) alphabetical order. Uh, Mm -hmm. as I say, this, this is, I, when I thought of these questions, perhaps it was on a more sensical movie.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but this... Don't you so, want to start with the top ones? Well, that is the top one. Okay. Uh, so we're starting with the ones that uh, go with all the movies.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. I see. I guess. I'll just be straight up uh, the credit sequence. Because <laughs> that meant yeah, the but, stupid thing was over.
0: Yeah. That, that, I, I'll take that as a viable answer. So... Uh,
1: <laughs> Stove. All right. Um, I, the moment like after the beginning of the movie where the only thing I really liked about the movie was the, um, or the OVA was um, the computers making the uh, beep boop sounds from the (laughs) 80s. Like, ah, yeah, this is, this is definitely what a computer sounds like. Beep boop. Yeah, like the I mean,
0: it is. 87 so that makes sense so Torpo uh
3: so let's uh, I'll, I'll go with uh at the end of the, the Japanese underworld but uh, after beating up Loki and realizing everyone's Izanami and Izanagi and whatever um when you learn that Cerberus
1: is alive yeah yeah that yeah, is I, my favorite part <laughs> That that's I, fair
0: I, I like that I just always love the just, it's like the thing, like, um, there's the interview that people who worked on Evangelion that people have asked them, oh, what'd you feel like, what was your goal with like the Christian symbolism in Evangelion? they're like, yeah, I just thought it was cool. Yeah. It just looked cool. Yeah. That's kind of what this feels like is that it's like, oh, why, what, why is it Cerebus? Why is it Loki? Why is it, it's like, oh, they're, they're cool. I guess Cerberus with the single head. Yeah, the the basically it's it's um, Kashim from or is it Kashim from that one from the whole anime that I forgot the name of? Like the
2: one that, sure. that
0: that Rush is based off of.
3: Yeah, it's basically it's Rush. Basically, yeah, it's, it's basically Rush. It's a cyber dog.
2: Yeah, let's um, say there's no Tom Sawyer in this. But it's 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 the best part of the
3: movie is learning that Cerberus is alive. I still say it credits. Uh,
0: So, God. um, Yeah, I can't think. (laughs) The thing about it's like, this is my favorite thing about this is that it's a genre of OVA that I love, which is the completely random ass released OVA that is based on some relatively obscure thing that just exists. It is something you can watch. And it's like, this sure happened. It's the it, thing it, that, it is prime YouTube fodder. It is you can yeah, upload this thing yeah. to YouTube. No one will give a shit. Well. Is that
3: time where you could just find those? Yeah. You not really yeah. get that much that anymore? Yeah, I, it's
0: Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just <laughs> I like what it is. I don't like it. Is kind of what, what I generally your general
3: favorite saying. part Lolo? answer the fucking question
0: <laughs> um uh, work for it bitch i liked the part where <laughs> um i can't th- i honestly can't think yeah. of anything check, check in my particular. check my
2: notes and see if you find something good see, see that's I mean, why i went with cerberus cuz like I, the I,
3: only I, part i could really remember that wasn't complete
0: dog shit well okay I, here's I, about I, this i mean i was just say actually why don't we get this on the open uh, the absurdity of the cyber sex scene is kind of
1: great.
3: <laughs> Jacking
1: into VR to jack off. All right, okay. So, unfortunately, like, that—that that is my answer for uh, what is a scene that you had thoughts on? I can read that verbatim, actually. <laughs> hey! Hey, fuck that scene with the teacher. That's it. That's all I got. Um,
3: so, <laughs> I
0: mean, the fucking happened, yeah. So, God. So... Just to clarify, or to kind of illustrate, about what is it like six minutes in the movie? It's like the first thing you see with the computers. Uh, uh, so yeah, basically it starts with
3: uh, what was it, Yumiko? It's
0: Yumiko uh, transferring in. Yeah, transferring in,
3: and as she goes to sit down, the protagonist, it, it, protagonist, the, the other uh, Naka. protagonist, Naka. Yeah, yeah, Naka. Uh, Says so, so the teacher, "Meet me in the library, uh, the computer room later." And she, the teacher's like, "Oh, okay." And then cut to her, Yumiko wandering into the computer room wondering what's going on. And you see her not out. You don't see her fucking Loki so, in the what, VR.
2: But she's so, organic. But she's so,
3: making some
0: noises in some movements. So what it's, you see is she is fully dressed. She is sitting in a chair in the center of a pentagram while someone is holding a, mat- like a very ornate sword. And, and another person next to her is holding a candle it's like in the pitch dark. You know, sexy. You, you see her like with a VR headset on just kind of moving around a bit. And then later on, it just, you can definitely tell that something is happening. And I like, you see in Yumiko goes up, like sees Nakashima and Naka, Nakashima is like, Oh, you wonder what you're doing. And he f- kind of spins the monitor around. And all of a sudden you see Loki just kind of bobbing his shoulders up and down and then they're... God, I'm trying to remember what the, how they phrased it in the subtitles, but it's a really... She's
1: having fun with a demon. Yes. Okay, so... I can uh, point out that I know fuck all about Megami Tensei, but I do know that it gets kind of weirdly horny at times. Um, I guess I was just naive going into this, because I... Uh, Nakajima says... Oh, don't worry. Your body will be sure to satisfy Loki. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is he talking? To? What Loki? Uh, huh? And that's... then it's exactly what I think it is. I'm,
2: I at that point, I've seen enough. I'd seen enough anime to know what he was intending. Yeah, but I, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't go in that direction uh, just
3: uh, my favorite part is she ends up becoming like his his thrall because so, of this. but more importantly she
0: ends up pregnant yeah that's the thing is in the novel that they don't clarify in the ova is that the sex scene is a lot more i think intense for her and eventually it breaks her mentally down yeah and also she gets pregnant from it so also
2: there's a lot in this ova that doesn't get really doesn't yes. transfer over
0: yeah so that is there. Um, so I guess technically we skipped over Torpo because Torpo, did you have a scene that you had thoughts on? That, or that a you wanted to elaborate? on. I had thoughts on. Um, mm,
3: oh, I know. Uh, when they're getting back at the bully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So,
1: cause I'll, I'll
3: clarify, cause there's a specific thing that happens that really got me. Uh, so basically, what happens is the main character uh, got the shit beat on by a bully, cause the bully's girlfriend had been making passes at him, but then told the bully that he was making moves on her. Uh, so the bully beat the shit out of him, and that's why he started creating the demon summoning program was to get back at the bully. And he made a deal with Loki, who started possessing his classmates because they were sacrifices. And so eventually they start going after the bully and the the bully's girlfriend. uh, Beat the ever-loving Chanel bully. Uh, Then the girlfriend, they grab together, upend her, and one of them bites her on the crotch. Right in the Right in the cooch. Right on the cooch.
2: Yeah, And, and then well, well,
3: the verbatim, thing...
0: I said there's better ways to eat someone out. Well, the, <laughs> thing, the thing about that scene that uh, also I like the way they kill Kondo is essentially they just some one of the essentially at this point zombies just picks up a computer monitor, just beats his head in with it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, uh, when they do that, like also um, so Kondo is just like like beating him with like his fist uh kyoko the girlfriend is using a two razor like two straight razors as a weapon
2: two straight razors it's great like what Um, the fuck uh yeah that whole scene was just a lot of what the fuck is happening the
0: thing is also that's great so basically the these essentially zombies grab her up like in up up ender like like the whole like skirts down kind of thing uh but then the, the scene is specifically a late like a one of the girls there who has a smile on her face as she's doing this. And the scene just does not make any sense at all.
2: I mean, she likes
3: wide and bites down. Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: I was, I was, I was expecting something. I don't know if I could say worse, but that was not what I was expecting the direction to go. And then it happened. And I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Uh, So I don't know what the fuck they told me to watch, but uh, I'm sure watching it.
1: Yeah, no. I honestly thought it was going to get worse. That's yeah, I thought. The, it, yeah, you
2: you thought it was going to go the same way I thought it. go. Yeah. it was pretty bad, just, just not in the way expected. Bad. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. A whole new kind of bad. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. My my note on that particular scene was "Coochie Blight." What the fuck? All what in capitals. Fuck? And then we enter the meat dimension. Uh, yeah, actually,
0: uh. so I think X. Do you have a scene that you
2: want to call out? Yes, I do. And, it, and it, this one pissed me off. Um, it's, I don't know what point, I think it's late in the movie, but um, when Yumiko dies, because Loki like gashes out her back pretty hard before they trip teleport away, hmm. and she dies, and he, he, uh, Naka, Naka starts crying over her death and it pissed me off because at the very beginning which was like 20 minutes ago he basically told her fuck off you don't want to be around me and i don't want to be around you and just magically out of nowhere after he- and then he's going to sacrifice her he was going to sacrifice her to loki and now he's crying cuz she's she died and he needs her help it's like so basically stupid. there's a bit more context
3: yeah. to it's still stupid but the context to this is that when she saved him, she had awoken to her memories of her past life as Izanami. Right, I saw that. Which, Japanese creation myth god. Yep. And at that point, after she had died, he had awakened to his memories as Izanagi. Like that's what those weird dream sequences were. It right. Was him I, remembering that?
2: See, I got. I got. Uh, so I got that was why he-, he was mourning her. I see, I got the dream sequences, but they didn't connect anything. So, so the I didn't I, get that. The thing
0: I will say about that is that is very much a... if Because remember that this is really only... I Apparently I found a bootleg thing of this that did actually come out in English at one point, uh, but it wasn't dubbed, it was just subbed by some company I had not seen. The thing with the Izanami-Izanagi thing, that is a, probably a lot more... Uh, understandable if you are are actually Japanese and have been taught the original, yeah. like the the creation myth, which none of us are. It's it's so why
3: him taking her to the underworld was such a big
2: symbolic thing. Yeah, I understood absolutely none of that because no, if... I can
3: understand completely.
2: I'm like, just giving yeah. context. No, 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 and I, I appreciate that, but I still maintain. But if I were to if I were to not even know any of that, like what you just said. And I were just to have watched this on its own. This is nonsense. And that entire scene annoyed me because the OVA itself didn't link any things. Like for for like half a second, okay, the two of them are enemies. He's going to sacrifice her to Loki. And now all of a sudden she's shooting laser beams out of her eyes. And he's shooting laser beams out of his eyes. And apparently they're both gods. No. (laughs) I have a few problems with this.
1: Like, I could say definitely in the context of the OVA itself, um, yeah, I got, an, I got definitely annoyed at the fact that sh- all of a sudden she was just, you know, she had awakened to her memories and then she was doing all this cool shit and she was shooting laser beams out of her eyes. And he and was then, too. Yeah, and then um, Loki slashes her, she goes down, and she is saying, hey, get me here, get me here, and he is dumbstruck. And not doing shit, and then she dies, and all of that shit was just completely useless. I I, I know that there's a lot more to it, but in the context of the OVA, it's just yeah. wow. And the okay. problem is
3: it assumes cultural context that you may not necessarily have. Exactly, yeah,
2: exactly. Fair. This, is, this thing's biggest downfall is it assumes that as well as they read the novel, which yeah. is what you told me uh, yeah. the other day.
0: Yeah, it's it is definitely a, I in will I have a question that one of the questions we'll be covering yeah, yeah. that. So I, it is a thing that I would definitely like put an asterisk next to is like yeah, technically maybe we are not the people that are the intended audience, but that is something that I could least still be get a thing. it. But yes. I mean because you're also, a nerd. Yeah, yeah. do you know that is Izanami is an thing? Yeah, but yeah. I learned anyway. it
3: from Persona 4. <laughs>
0: which is fitting for this I know Um, yeah so the one thing um, the one scene that I did think about that I just remembered uh, that exists I have no idea what the hell the context for even
1: after reading the plot of the movie the hell is this scene with the bank yeah yeah no I was thinking about that too like why did they go to the bank why did Loki need money what the fuck yeah that was never touched on was it
0: so the, there's a scene where the, the teacher just is like talking to Loki and like Loki is using because she makes a backup of the devil's summoning so that she can talk to Loki whenever she wants. Um, and basically Loki is like, oh, we should or no, like, no, it's a teacher. It's like, oh, I think the bank might be a good site. And then all of a sudden. So Loki kind of comes into this world kind of like if you ever seen uh, Akira. Like, just a giant meat hand that comes out of the computer. So much meat.
2: It's just just a a giant mass of meat.
0: And there's a scene Ah. where, like, they attack a bank. And, like, like, it's just basically they see a scene of, like, the tellers dying. They don't elaborate on what's going on at all. And nothing comes of it.
1: I, uh, I didn't see it as meat. I thought it was just a big-ass wad of bubblegum, honestly. No, it's meat. It's a lot of meat.
2: So much meat. Loki's got a lot of meat, let me tell you. Oh my god. Meat for days, that's why the ladies love him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why O'Bara was having so much fun.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> Get into the chair of meaty pleasures. Can't believe she's a size queen. <laughs> yeah. Uh Oh
0: god, I'm just reading a plot point for uh the novel. God, yeah, that oh man, that's a Different thing, but because I'm trying to see if they do the uh, I do not. You brought it, to. it up, yes? we, yeah. yeah uh, you can't just no. like you can't just say something like that and not explain. I'll just say this. Uh, I'm gonna have to give a trigger warning if I talk
1: about it. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Mm. We're good. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm. I'm still curious. Is my maybe. Problem. Maybe po- post, put it in, in the, the chat. It. Yeah. yeah post, post it in podcast.
0: And yeah, I will. I will let you all read this, and it's in the yeah. description of the char- the teacher character
3: oh good good this is already good
0: so yeah it does not say what the thing is it does illustrate some things i'm glad they cut out the ova um but yeah like they don't mention like what happens with the bank at all like i think maybe it might be sacrifices that they need but it doesn't really go into oh yeah i see Ugh. That yeah. is not good. <laughs> yeah, we will cover that if we cover the novel,
1: uh, which we will never uh, do. Fuck that. There um, is okay. I'm sorry. I do have to point this out, and I do apologize if there de- if this does require a content warning. I'm not going to say anything too like scandalous or anything, but there was a moment where I was just like, "Oh, okay. I guess this is happening now too, huh?" Like between. Uh, Yumiko regaining her memories and Loki showing up. There was the yeah. scene where it looked kind of sketchy, and I was like, Yeah, I guess yeah. I figured this shit would happen again.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I remember this scene now. So yeah, I guess it, they, were, they were trying to avoid going full on what actually happened. But yeah, what we thought was happening was happening. Gotcha.
0: Because the thing is, is that there, there is a this was late 80s, so there is some this was definitely an era of edgy bullshit. Sometimes happening, but yes, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll have to probably put a warning from that. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So that was kind of just my scene of just what is even happening. Um, so next question, just in general, uh, I guess we'll start with hacks. Um, How do you feel about the general characters of this? Thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Everybody sucked. I didn't like anybody in this. Yumiko was useless until she magically gained powers and then immediately fucking dies and doesn't do anything for the rest of the film. Uh Naka starts off as this terrible character, but now I guess he's a good character. Whatever. Loki's a boring villain. Ohara just kinda is there. Like just nothing about any of these characters made me care. About anything that happened to them, except for the cat. Yumiko's cat was pretty cool. Yeah. But I'm other sure. than that, this movie was just filled to the brim with people who they—they they were like uh, they were like characters in a slasher movie. They were just there to be at the the whim of death. I
0: said, yeah, because it's like even in a slasher movie, you could still have good characters.
2: Yeah, uh, but I mean, I mean, I mean, like if you take like your, your bog standard generic. They're slasher machines
0: film, to facilitate the plot.
2: Right, exactly. And I'm not talking a good slasher film like Hatchet. I'm talking just that you're low-grade, you know, we threw this out to make a little bit of scratch slasher film. And that's what this felt to me, was just characters who bland, who just existed, they served the plot, and then they moved on.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, kind of, again, I can read my notes uh, verbatim as far as the question, which is, <laughs> why did the girl become a goddess if she was going to immediately become useless? Um, which, Welcome to uh, Izanami. Yes. Which we can, you know, we could point down to that. Um, honestly, I have fucking nothing on the rest of the characters. Nakajima sucks. Like yeah. he, you can immediately tell just straight away from, Oh, he's the mysterious boy who knows a lot about computers and he's also weak. he, he, f- f- who gives a shit, honestly?
2: But he's, but he's That's evil. all I've got. He's evil, but then he's not Stove.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's corrupted by the idea of power, which is, a, I, which is a decent idea if you're reading a novel about it in a 44-minute OVA <laughs> that matches three <laughs> novels together. Well, no, it's, it is actually, it it's just one. It is, it it's is just, just the first one. The
2: events in the okay. First novel. Um, Either way. <laughs> it's a still valid point. Yep. Yeah. So Dorpid. that's all I got. Got
3: all the characters stuck. All of them except for Cerberus. <laughs> Cerberus is good. Yeah, <laughs> Cerberus, Cerberus is good. Is Cerberus is strong and my friend. But as I mentioned before, they all feel like machines to facilitate the plot. Like they all have their neat little cubby like their neat little holes that they fill in and do, but none of them actually
2: really stand out or have any sort of personality. I'm gonna say something yeah. kind of shitty. Love Blue Girl had better characterization than this entire Jesus age. Christ,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, stand by that. I mean, I've never seen it, but
3: I don't. I don't know
1: what that. it is. What? What are we talking about? You're fine. About? Don't,
0: don't worry don't, about it. It's cool. But, but, it's
3: it, poor. Yeah. It okay, it, is poor. let's move on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Lolo. Race, hey. So, yeah. No. 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 So. No. Wait. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But you know, it's 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 just none of them have any sort of personality or really stand out. They all just are feel like walking plot devices. From the teacher becoming a tool for Loki, to the fucking main character making the program and then becoming Izanagi, but he has no personality outside of that. And Yumiko exists once again to just facilitate the main character on his journey, and it's just it's all. Not good,
2: and then also the implications all the the implications of sexual Uh, and also Ohara becoming the slave to Loki after, yeah.
3: Also, let's not forget the whole Yumiko, uh, Izanami like wraith thing down in the underworld because of the old creation myth, yeah.
0: Um. One thing I did want to point out in my thing that this is definitely not, I don't think it's quite covered as much in the OVA, but it is covered in the novel. Uh, There's also a uh, thing, there is a rift between the students of the thing because there is the quote unquote gift, oops, sorry, Uh, there is the quote unquote gifted students and the not gifted students. Uh, So there is an element of classism in the novel as well. Uh, because I believe, <laughs> I believe they they infer that Yumiko and Nakajima are more wealthy than Bougies. Kondo. Yeah, and Kyoko—that's
2: characterization. This absolutely desperately cried for just like yeah. some some level of depth.
0: Yeah, it. So there is depth in the novels. It's just kind of shitty. Um, but yeah, like the, the, there is like yeah Cerberus is the only good character by virtue of him being a good boy
1: oh hey <laughs> can I best also say boy, even like even as much as I like Cerberus he did come out of fucking nowhere
0: yeah he, like, was, he was like I mean Megami Tensei the game is proto Pokemon he is essentially a Pokemon
3: to be fair this is he has a demon summoning program I think he even mentioned Cerberus
2: at some point Yeah,
3: yeah. Because like, Cer- before Cer- he summoned yeah, okay, but we're we're
2: forgetting about another another good character, and they're only in it for like a couple seconds. But Yumiko's cat, that giant yeah, goofy, but Cerberus actually cat. does something. Yeah, but a cat doesn't have to do anything; it it, it just I mean, by existing. Yeah, it, it's but what a were cat. gonna say, Lola? I mean, yeah, like What's the
0: Cerberus. Uh, so uh, they do summon him in the in the uh, ritual of Ohara. Uh, oh, because yeah. he does show up for a brief second. Because you Cause can't actually control Loki. Because that's what Yumiko um, causes her to faint. It's,
1: it's almost as, as if they didn't want anyone to focus on anything else in that scene. Yeah. Uh. Um, so yeah, that's uh,
0: the characters. I mean, we can answer this one really quickly. How'd you feel about the flow? Sucked. It's
2: fucking oh. garbage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was
2: Flow? Yeah.
3: So the worst part is it went like a million miles an hour. Shit was happening nonstop, but it still felt like it took forever.
2: And it felt like nothing actually happened in any of the time. Sucked. This is uh,
1: garbage.
0: I. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. That. I don't really. It's. Yeah. It was really bad flow. Uh. Which. Um. Speaking of the flow and just the fact that they had to shrink this, I'm gonna combine these two questions. Uh, the two questions of, did watching this OVA make you want to read the uh, original novel? And since this was a 45-minute OVA based on an entire novel, did this leave you with any questions? So, uh, or so I think, actually, Torpo, I think you'd start with this No one. and yes. Um, <laughs> it's,
3: it's really all there is to it. Uh, also, I feel like we should mention the sequel hook. Where Ohara oh, right. oh, activates the computer. And it's like, where's Loki? Because Loki's now dead and trapped in the, the underworld. The Japanese underworld, specifically. Um, so she accesses the computer and is like, is, is that you, Loki? And he's like, no, I'm set. And that's the lead-in to the second book, which yep. never got an OVA. Yep. I wonder <laughs> why. <laughs> mm. Well, also, I saw some tidbits from the second book, and man, that is even worse than this. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about brain parasites? um yes um, but yeah so my, my point is uh this does not this leaves me with so many questions because it did
1: just kind of happens um yeah honestly like it doesn't really make me want to read the original novel if anything it just makes me feel like i really should have already read the novel before i watched the ova which i guess is probably the way that it was intended. I don't know if it was actually just like an advertisement for it as much as it is, hey, here's this thing you like. It's animated now. Congratulations. It's definitely um, got that preaching to the converted vibe. Yeah. Um. And in terms of does it leave me with any questions, it does not leave me with any questions I want answered. <laughs> um, I guess if there is one question, though, and I think this is probably... I guess it has been uh, answered during the course of the podcast is, why the fuck can demons be summoned through the power of the internet? What
2: the fuck is that? But I guess it's uh, That's just, because
3: it was the 80s, and the internet was new and
1: novel. For fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. Uh, actually, there is an answer to that. Uh, during, there is a scene uh, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly where uh, this is, this is uh, I think, before yeah, this is before Loki tells him to kill the bully. Uh, Naka goes home, and one I, I took a quick look, and one of the books that he throws on his uh, desk is called "Computer and Magical Theory." So oh, there's my your answer. fucking god. Yeah, yeah. I made—I made—I made a point to note that because I was—I wondered if it, it, it basically it half-assedly explains everything that's going.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like I, I, it's like I want to quote unquote read the book, just because I I am morbidly curious. This does not actually give me any unironic sense of wanting to read the thing. It gives me a sense of like, what the hell is this? And to be honest, if this ha- if this was named anything else, if it was any other medium, if it was just a random ass OVA I saw, I absolutely would not be interested. But the fact that and to tie this into the next question, uh, how do you feel about this being eventually what led to Persona slash Jack Brothers in the Shin Megami Tensei franchise at large? If it didn't have that, I would not give a slightest shit about this. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the fact that this is what led to Shin Megami Tensei, which led to games like Jack Brothers in the Persona series? And I think Axe.
2: Uh, well, I'll, I'll start by answering the other two questions since I didn't answer them yet. Oh, um, yeah, I thought you did. No. Uh, no, I have no interest in reading the novel after watching this, specifically because any media that tries to force me to do something else to understand it better, and this, like something like Destiny, where in, in order to understand the story of Destiny, you had to have a mobile app to, to read information off of stuff you found in the game, I don't like it uh because I expect you to put the information there for me to 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 uh piece it all together in that one thing. And if you have supplementary stuff that helps you understand it a more, cool. But this is expecting you to have read the book and to understand all these other things. And that's just not I don't I don't like that. And uh it left me with a lot of questions, but like Stowe said, I don't want any of them answered. It's it's just um it was a mess, and uh, I don't think I don't think even if I understood what was happening, even if I got those questions answered, I don't think I'd be satisfied. I think I just because um, usually stuff like this gets explained pretty badly. As far as uh, the the next question, how do I feel about Persona and Jack Brothers? Uh good because Persona, uh, at least from what I played of of three. It's an interesting series. Uh, I played one, two, and three, but I didn't beat any of them. But they're unique games, and having something this bad lead to something that's actually unique and good, and also as cute as Jack is, uh, I think is a good thing. I still hate this very much, and I will never watch it again, and I'm going to erase it from my memory. But I, I think it's good that we we ended up with a, a, an interesting franchise and some interesting characters.
1: Yeah.
2: Um on my end like
1: somehow it makes sense that this is eventually what led to the Shin Megami Tensei series which you know that's an obvious statement but like in terms of persona like keep in mind Persona 1 and Persona 2 were a lot more like the other Shin Megami Tensei games um and then of course it became you know what it is now with Persona 3 on but like Just kind of the subject matter, uh, having its claws deep in mythology, uh, sometimes to a fault. Um, Definitely, I guess I could see this is a good foundation for it, but man, this the OVA just does not help matters. Like If I were to see this and go, okay, well, I guess this is just Megami Tensei, I would just not be interested in continuing on with the series. But as it stands, I first heard about it with Persona, so there you go. I don't know if that answered the question or not, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, good enough.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: uh
1: He
2: rises.
3: So, I'm going to clarify. I don't give a shit. It means nothing to me. <laughs> There's only like really two big things from this that are taken and used in the series and that is the devil summoning program I say flipping off the TV um, (laughs) and also the summoning of various demons being deities from various religions and myths and various spirits and all that shit. That's it. Uh, The actual Mega Ten games uh, go on to do their own thing immediately. Just fucking immediately. Then you get two which codifies a whole bunch of shit that's used later in the series. Still, pretty much unrelated to the actual Megaten the the book. And then they just say, fuck it, we're tired of paying any sort of money at, like, licensing fees. We're gonna call it Shin Megami Tensei. Do our own fucking thing anyway, as we were doing, and reap the benefits. Like, at the end of the day, it made no difference.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, like, I can see taking, like, the core of what the story of Shin Megami or not Shin of Megami Tensei um just taking the core and making something else out of it uh was probably the best idea for it because there's a lot of this there is a lot of baggage with this story and just mm-hmm. cut like just to cut around the edges because the characterization's not great so you can just cut that straight out and just give the core idea I felt that was that is a good thing for a uh For this.
2: It's Pokemon with demons. Yeah,
0: I mean, although this
1: predates Pokemon, but yes, it is essentially Pokemon with demons. No one even asks Nakajima to crush a rock with his bare hands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, going
0: back to actually to the game, do you feel that um, the game by Atlas specifically um, was the kind of game that this thing should have had like should it have been an rpg like that Mm. do you feel like that was probably the best like it got do you think actually how about i phrase it like this and it's going to be a different answer than what i expected uh this question to be do you think this game this thing got the game it deserved no it got better honestly
3: uh the actual OVA slash book is a hot fucking dumpster fire of a property. And they were smart enough to basically take all the bits that were interesting and put them into something much better, and then improve upon that further into, and then SMT on. Yeah. So no, it it didn't deserve this. This is better than what it would have deserved.
0: So... Uh when we took a look at Megami Tensei there was also an action game for the MSX that was developed by Tem- uh, Tona. you're thi- thinking like it it was not great. Um do you think do you think that's probably what it more deserved?
3: I don't I don't know what it, it probably would have been better as a visual novel honestly would have been like the idealized form of that because it's a fucking book. But uh the putting it in an rpg format actually was able to once again take the things that were interesting and expand upon that
1: all right yeah um i guess in terms of like deserve yeah it, pr- it got more than it deserved for sure um i would say that the concept definitely does lend itself well to a dungeon crawler maybe um in terms of hey exploring the school but at the same time i do agree that this seems like it would feel like fit so well in the like pc 98 era of visual novels just that's that's pretty much it <laughs> that it it feels like it definitely should be more of a visual novel than an rpg
2: yeah, yeah yeah i mean no i i 100 agree in fact i was i wasn't sure if i either of you were going to answer the same way but i i that's all i was thinking as i was watching it's like you know this could probably fit in, in a vn like something like dead of the brain style you know just so, some light action and then just a ton of you know text parsing bullshit and you know I'm not super familiar with the games, but I I agree that an RPG is giving this this particular OVA something way better than it's even asking for. Um, yeah, no, no, I could see I could absolutely see this working as a visual, but uh, apparently the uh the RPG style worked out just fine. So, uh,
0: yeah, because it's yeah, I I think that it's like it. It's kind of why I'm kind of glad I watched this, because it was like... It's fascinating to see that this is the thing that got one of the most popular franchises in Japan. Like, its start. Um, Because, yeah, um, one of the other... The last question that I had... um, Is... uh, I'm trying to think of a different way to phrase it. um, Did... If you watched If so... Imagine that you were looking at a thing on this. You would watch this. You've watched this OVA of outside of and like read the novel. You read the OVA. You saw the game. On, you saw a game on the shelf. That's based off this. Would you pick it up?
2: Uh, oh, that's starting with me. Uh, yeah. Fuck. No. <laughs> fuck. No. I would pass on this. So goddamn hard. Yeah. Like, if, if this was my introduction to the entire franchise, I probably never would have picked up Persona 3. This was horrible.
1: Yeah. Uh, Stove? Honestly, I kind of already answered it a little bit. Um, yeah, if this were my first exposure to the Megami Tensei, uh, I guess it's hard to even call... Yeah, Megaton, I guess. If this were my first introduction to it, I would have said, okay, well, fuck that. And then <laughs> my thought would be like, okay, Shin Megami Tensei, but it's still Megami Tensei, which is, you know, obviously a really dumb way to look at it. Um, I would have just said, I would have just passed on the franchise completely if this had been the first thing that I saw of it. Um, But it wasn't. And it's not like necessarily that I am super deep into Mega Ten, but... I have a passing. I have a, like a curiosity with like some of the later Shin Megami Tensei games, so there's that. Just, I don't want to touch anything that's just Mega Ten, like Megami Tensei.
0: Yeah, well, thankfully, there is only one game based on this particular novel.
1: And I don't want to read the second novel.
0: Or the third.
2: New. Or the third. New. Yeah,
0: guess what it I'm It gets both y'all from...
2: crazier and worse. Guess what I'm bringing, y'all, for Magfest? You I mean, don't uh, have I mean,
0: it! <laughs> uh, Luckily, mean, I'm
2: not going. I mean, you you can
0: just uh, find it online. There is an English translation of the novel. That you can just I have
3: better things to do with my time like
2: good. literally anything else. Gonna print it out and just slip it under your doors.
3: So, uh, Torpo. Fuck no. it's, okay. uh, it's, it's it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't okay. pick up a series based on this. This is ass. <laughs> not even the good kind. This is just awful. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Digital um, ass. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, th- I think we've kind of gone over everything we need to for this. Let's just go ahead and rank this thing. So... In the trash. Uh, we have a 1 to 21 uh, scale uh, where 1 is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, 21 being absolute <laughs> trash. Um, uh, and it is on a rainbow scale going from Indigo being the... Or, Violet being the highest, red being the uh, lowest. So, um, awesome. yeah, let's,
3: let's take real quick. Let's take one second to appreciate that this entire episode has been longer than the OVA. Yes, <laughs> it's
0: it's the it's the wizardry problem that we had. Exactly. We um. So, uh, how is this going to work? Is I'm gonna go in alphabetical order. You just give me your number and kind of a brief reason why. So X, I think I know what your number is gonna be.
2: Yeah, I think one. No, it's fucking twenty-one, and it's because it is an incomprehensible mess that expects way too much from the viewer uh, and just doesn't respect their time.
1: Okay,
0: stove
2: uh i can't
1: go above 21 either like <laughs> i i can't even really say 20 cuz like notably unprepa- underprepared or spoiled just doesn't really scratch the surface of it there's not really much that's redeeming about um it sounds like megami uh the megami tensei flat in general but like condensing one novel which is already pretty fucking bad into a 44 minute ova just makes it fucking worse somehow. I mean, obviously there are some bits that were even worse than this, but yeah, no, 21 for sure. Okay. Torpo. Behold the great blemish upon this list.
0: 21. Yeah. I, and I, there's no, yeah, it's no, it's, you can't argue it's, with it. It's, it's the worst. Like that. Okay. It's not the worst. But this, but it's is, bad in so many ways that it is uh, inexcusable. Because uh, if just to kind of comparison, if we take a look at the stuff we've taken a look in retro rank rhapsody, uh, like I'll take the basic attack list. If we're taking a look at things that are ranked, like we have the fascinating nightmare, uh, what we label normally, at, we label as uh fascinating nightmare at 19. Uh, we have games like Ernest Evans, Agony for the Amiga. Dragon Ball, which is a pirated arcade game. Like, there's something entertaining about these games that it's... Bad,
3: but interesting.
0: Yeah, they're interesting, which you can't say about this. Looking at games in 20, uh, we have games like uh, Last Fighter Twin, which was a brawler that's based on uh, Banpresto properties, which was notably buggy. We have uh, games like Monty on the Run for the Commodore 64, which at the time were fine, but it's just... a It is antagonizing like it is not like good in the sense of um it is a nine comprehensible mess loaded
2: which everybody loved
0: yeah we also have loaded which is just a bad game but technically (laughs) with some of these you can kind of have some enjoyment with them
2: loaded was bad but semi-functional Okay, yeah. how did I Hunt for Red October earn 21? Uh because it was you, bad. It was just bad. We
0: we could not control it is the problem. Which
2: I'm going to I'm going to rewatch that.
0: Felt bad, well, looked bad, played bad. Yeah, it just we could not did not have much like this. We just did not have a good time with it. It just was pain. Like The Uncanny Valley or un, not the The Uncanny X-Men for the NES. Um and like Attack Academy, Animal Academy, which is was a really shitty version of Space Harrier, um, but yeah, just those kind of games. And like, if you should also about, sort that list. I mean, I did. That's, that's
1: different. That's, he should yes. sort all the lists. There's yeah. a bunch of them with. Yeah. <laughs> Conversation Random for shit. another time. Right.
0: Yeah, and just just go through another couple twenty ones. The game that's based off Dirty Pair Project Eden, which just sucked. It did. How it was you, so bad. You? How do you? Do a side scroller that poorly. It's just like the SNES Toy Story game, which just. Bleh.
2: It's, I, I still fucking, stand by that game being good. Y'all are cowards. Unforgivably <laughs> terrible. Um, Jeez, <laughs> you guys ranked
1: at 21? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: And um, an Alex Kidd game reached yeah, 21
1: too. Alex
0: Kid, the Enchanted Castle, which is just really bad. It, this deserves a 21. When do you do High Tech World? <laughs> Have we you done High Tech World? We already did. Where'd that rank? I need to know. Uh, uh, I believe that also ended up at twenty-one. <laughs> uh, Good. But wait. Oh no! I think it's under. Yep. Yep. Alex Hidden in High Tech World's twenty-one. Because it doesn't respect us. your time. <laughs> yeah, that's why we also, for the charm, gameplay, and difficulty, <laughs> just gave middle <metal> finger emojis. <laughs> anyway but yeah that's it's kind of the point
3: here we're trying to make is Dog. it's it's a it's nine a good compre- comprehensible mess is is the
2: problem with the it's, the megatun uh ova it's an unredeemable piece of crap that you would have to work really hard to make it even watchable
0: yeah it's just it is
3: problem is the story is bad to begin with none of the characters are interesting the animation is okay
0: the one yeah. saving grace for it is the fact that it is only 45 minutes long, but even yeah. then.
3: But it feels so much longer, because, once again, despite shit happening like a million miles a minute, it just drags on. Yeah,
2: it's, yeah. It's, it, it exists in this bizarre, like, Schrodinger world of, it's a short movie that lasts way too fucking long, and it's super, this stuff happens a lot, but nothing ever happens. It exists yes. as in both states at the exact same time.
0: Yeah. So um for con- need
2: a couple let's of see, content, here, yeah. Let's see content.
0: Let's let's do for content let's call slightly problematic, it is gory. Uh slightly as being kind. Uh yeah, so it is there are things that if you're worried really? about that Oh actually do I have do I have a thing on here for I don't have an assault category um I why not you know what I'm just gonna do h plus which is heavy sexuality even though technically it's not what I had intended but I think it hurts it
2: can, the heavy could imply a different connotation
0: I, heavy I, 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 I No. I probably should think of a different Thing, but yes,
2: uh, you um, could you could go with uh, one that would be problematic, sexual content. That that could be. Um, yeah.
0: Um, so other than that, um. Also, for a toned to, or like this is most definitely a, um, let's see of what we have here. It's, it's urban fest- fantasy. Yeah, let's go fan. Let's go fantasy. Uh
3: <laughs> no, a real fan load. Yes. Uh Don't you want tone... want a
0: font. Uh should we go spooky for this? Yeah.
2: Mm.
0: Or do we It's supposed to be hoary. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go spooky. Um so uh do we want to give any shout outs to the music charm cinematography? Theatrics, action or the art
2: thumb it all down no thank you
0: yeah I honestly think because I know I know we had the thing where it's like oh just give it a thumbs down if it gets really low I honestly think yeah we could give it all thumbs down because it theres yeah. it is actually bad in all those categories mm-hmm. rather than just being extremely bad in one category it is actually extremely bad in every category um because it's like even the, the animations well, Actually, you know what? The music, it was not fitting, but it was, like, that weird 80s OVA synth that just comes out of nowhere that I did kind of find. It was like, oh, oh that's kind of funny, but still, it's not good. David, what about all that lovingly animated meat? Yeah, that that's... It's lovingly animated, but it still looks like... Bleh. Yeah. Because even, like... The, it's bubblegum. Yeah, that meat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the cinematography just wasn't that good to begin with. Uh, the, the story just kind of is bad. Um, and the action is bad. Like, we didn't cover even like the Loki fight, which just kind of it was what looks like a Kingdom Hearts boss fight, except not even interesting.
2: He gets killed by getting stabbed in the head, Cooch.
0: Yeah. Um, and I can't even think of any air nay charms. Nay, all of it. Yeah, nay, nay, everything. I mean, I can't... I mean, we have... We have the globe. Yep, We do have that. Uh, One thing I do want to point out is... I do want to call it the length. Because I do think the length actually hurts it quite a bit.
2: Yeah. You're trying to take an entire novel and condense it into 44 minutes. And, I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah, no,
3: legitimately, it's too short.
2: Yeah, it is yeah like if just... it was longer do you think it would be a better no. ova
0: no but it might no, actually... it would
3: still be bad but at least it'd be able to clarify a bit more and give a bit
0: more context it, it would take it maybe from a 21 to maybe a 20 or a even <laughs> a little maybe a little bit higher but still it's no it's just not no yeah it was too fast and didn't have enough time to do
1: anything I don't see it being any type of length and it getting a 19, honestly. I don't think this is at all a fascinating train wreck. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said 20. It's just a train wreck. Yeah, it's thoroughly unpleasant. Yeah.
0: Um, So, yeah, I think that's enough talking about Megami Tensei, Digital Devil Saga, the OVA. Agreed. So, before we leave, um, X, is there anything you want to plug?
2: Uh, yes. I'd like to plug my Twitch stream. That's twitch.tv slash Axamor. And also Torpid's keyboard, so he can't plug anything.
0: <laughs> stove?
2: Uh, yes. I can be found
1: at twitch.tv slash Portable Stove, where I will not be playing any of the Megami Tensei games. <laughs> All one of them. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Um, Torpo.
1: Twitch.tv slash typus
3: and what I would like to plug is all of these fucking plot holes. If only. Yes.
0: Alright, so with that that does it for Megami Tensei. Um, next episode we have another OVA but this one's a bit interesting uh, because it is a very popular franchise that had an OVA that kind of is not more well known even though you when you hear what it is you've, surprised you probably would have heard of it uh, we were taking a look at Super Mario Bros. The Quest for Princess Peach which was a Japanese OVA that came out I believe really close to when the original Super Mario Bros. came out Um, but it is I can already tell you much better than this which is Uh-hoo. not saying
2: much it's the lowest ass bar in the world
0: yeah. <laughs> fucking weeb so yes um, that will be next episode so Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Media Delta. If you would like to view the entire list of rankings for yourself, you can go to r3.ldp.life to see the residence and essence list that Media Delta covers, as well as the other lists that are covered by our sister show, RetroRank Rhapsody. If you would like to watch RetroRank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash load of Or you can view any of the episodes anytime at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to help with hosting costs, you can go to patreon.ldp.life and help out with a $2 or $5 pledge. If you would like to discuss this episode in any other episode of our community, you can join our Discord server at discord.ldp.life. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can follow it at hazeltownstory, or you can follow me, your host, at LoloDePuzzlo. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back for a round for the next episode.